Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. We now have Jamie Cockshut joining us from Tasmania. Jamie, thanks for joining us today, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Steve. Where's yourself, mate? Yeah, going well. Uh, a little bit different today. You're not chatting with Toby, so there'll be no dad jokes, unfortunately. <laughs> no, well, I'm looking forward to that, mate. Um, but, yeah, no. Nah, nah, it's something new, mate, but I'm sure we'll get on well, mate, and we'll try and, um, to, you know, find some winners for the listeners out there and, um, you know, enjoy the time that we catch up, Steve. No, that's what it's all about. Uh, before the break, we've got about five minutes to chat. I thought we might just have a bit of a talk about your main races and then after the break we'll come back and go through all your bets for the weekend. But um, we've got a couple of heats coming up for some big races. The heats are on for the Ladbrokes Tasmania Cup and also the time-honoured George Johnson heats for the Mayors. Now, uh, I've got to apologise. I don't follow Tassie Fields very much, and I don't know how they went in the first lot of heats, so maybe you can help fill in uh, the listeners on the first round and have a tell us thoughts on the, the next round of heats that are on this Sunday. Yeah, well, the, the heat was run last Friday, Steve. It was only a small field, and um, the James Rattray trained star major, you know, took out the heat... Um, Pretty impressively, he stepped to the lead and you know gave nothing else else a chance to be honest. But he was pretty highly credentialed star major, and he got him pretty well off the front. You know he'd been racing against horses like My Name Is Jeff and you know the big free for all horses up at up at Manangle, You know running sensational sectionals and James sent him down for the big race and um, next weekend he found the right race and got into winning form and he's going to take a power of breeding in next week's final, especially if he draws the front line from the. From you know, um, if he pinged on top, you know, that just enhanced his chances. But, you know, there's some good runs in behind and there's also a couple of disappointing runs, to be honest. Gordon's Bay was pretty pretty disappointing. Rack'em Up Tiger Pie was disappointing. Um, so, but this week we've got a huge contingent of Victorian um, trained runners and I'm sure you'll be able to help out a lot more um, with this week's seat. We've got Ultimate Vinny, Modern Bliss, East Charlie's Angels, Courageous Saints being transferred to Mick Law. And, of course, the star of them, um, the Lost Storm. And, you know, then you've got David Miles with Arg, or whatever however you say it. So there's a lot more depth for the Victorians in this week's seat. But, um, I, you know, I can honestly say we're not that stupid. The Lost Storm's clearly the class runner, but his first start in the steam start race, he's off 10 metres, and um, you just never know what might happen. No, he did trial uh, at Melton a week and a half ago to qualify from the stand, and there was only three in it, and they just sort of walked up and stepped away. He stepped away pretty safely, um, so there seemed to be no issue there. I think the 10-metre handicap with no other horses around will probably help him, um, but Tim O'Connor did put a little question mark out that he may have heard a rumour that the horse may not be going, but that is only a rumour, but uh, it is worth keeping in the back of your mind. So that will be an interesting part. But look, if the Lost Storm turns up, he, uh, he'll he be absolutely primed, ready for this. Yeah, no, it will be. Well, it'll open up the whole race and, um, you know, the final next week um, when it's on Steve. And, um, like, he's clear top number one seed at the moment. But, yeah, if he's a... 
withdrawn from the heat, well, he can't go in the final, so that'll open it right up. And um, yeah, so it'll be interesting in the next day or two. It's a much watch, um, especially for the punters out there. If he if he is scratched, it's a pretty open race, to be honest. Um, you know, you got you know Modern Bliss Ashwarden set Modern Bliss show about last year, and um, she was in nowhere near as good a form as what she is this year. You know, she's a tough mare who stays. He's Charlie's Angels. You know, good horse, but the stands are query in my eyes with his Charlie's Angels because yep. he's not the easiest horse. <laughs> then you got Arg and you got Ultimate Vinnie. You know, if Ultimate Vinnie actually pinged to the lead, I reckon he could give a, a lot of cheek in, in race seven, especially if the Lost Dawn don't come. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, the, the stand start is the biggest question mark in that. Naturally, as you know, we don't have stands over here in Victoria anymore, something that I'm totally against. I wish we still had them. I think they're a great handicapping tool, but we're not here to discuss that, so we'll let that no. slide. But I think the biggest thing here, if the Lost Storm doesn't go around, is just trying to find that best stand start horse. And like you say, if Ultimate Vinny can step and, and lead, I think he would be a great chance, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, then we go on to the, the heat of the George Johnson, the second heat. Last heat's win was only a small field. It was only a dash home in Miss Pappenhausen. He's probably just about our best mare was able to, to get the job done, you know, come pulling out for the 1-1 one, one and, and ran down. Um, I think Olaf Bakari is the other favourite who ran four. Spooky Girl ran third. I can't remember what ran second by memory, but um, she got the job done. But this heat, there's a lot more depth in it, a lot more depth. And it's the big Victorian Raiders again. You've got Tay-Tay. You know, pretty ironic. She's in, she's in Australia, and um, this Tato will be hoping to bounce back to um, put her name up in lights as well. And like, she's clearly the top-rating mare, but she's just been a little bit out of sorts lately. So there is the opportunity for um, stablemate Major Fire to step up, and then you got Alan McDonald's trained Dream Maze and, and Heavenly Charm, who's racing well, but just hasn't had a lot of luck. So the second of the George Johnson is going to be a you know a pretty you know, a pretty competitive race and um yeah, just like to get your view on, you know, the horses I've mentioned, mate. You know, we've got the local mayor, Blackbird Miss, who's low flying, but this is a big rising class for it, to be honest. Yeah, I see Blackbird Miss has got gate speed, but has handed up before. I'm tipping Dream Maze will want the front and want to hold the front. Major Fire may have to sit in the desk seat, but she is absolutely low flying. Heavenly Charm went super last start, getting home really well. She's going to be flashing home late if the speed's on. Tay Tay, maybe, uh, you know, this is a dropping class for her, so it might be a chance to drop back into some good form here, but it's certainly going to be a good race, even though it's a small field. We just might quickly go to a break when we come back we'll just finish off on this race and then we'll go through all of your best bets so we'll we'll throw to a break now welcome back steve cleave here with jamie cockshut going through the races from tasmania hobart sunday we're just talking about the george johnson heat number two and uh we're talking about the victorian horses there um yeah but i said that uh, dream maze would be looking to hold the front you would think and blackbird miss i believe would be pretty happy to sit on its back major fire would be going forward heavenly charm it hit the line terrific at cranbourne last start dashing through late the last 50 so if they do go hard early watch for this horse to be absolutely flashing home tay tay may move around to the desk seat um if major fire is there i'm sure they'll happily give up the desk to tay tay and and take the sit on it so she'll be up there and has a chance to drop back in class and uh one that i've got for you there uh jamie is stepping stones it went 
awesome. It was climbing over their backs, and I actually put it in the little black book, uh, which is unusual for a Tasmanian horse. said I don't follow it that closely, but it ran fourth in the Devonport Cup, just absolutely climbing over wheels, but hasn't fired since. Is is she up to this, or was that sort of just one of those runs that she pulled out of the bag? Oh, she's a tough horse, horse Steve. Like, she races better in the stronger races, and then she'll drop back into a normal ratings race and, you know, she, she'll struggle. I was actually on her that night at $151, so you brought back some sad memories, to be honest, <laughs> in the Devonport Cup. Um, but don't get... On a, on a night, she she would be dangerous. If they go hard and run along and, and she was, she's curled up on... Get onto the back of something, she would not shock me at all, you know, if she got over the top because she's that sort of horse. Like, if you go back in history, look at all her best runs. Like, she's a rating 65 to 70 men. Her, all her best runs have been in open class. So if you look into that and take out what it is, she just loves the speed on, and that's when she races best. So if they do run along and there is a bit of pressure, which there could be, it wouldn't shock me at all, mate, if you've seen her getting home late down the outside. And, you know, she'll be in, in this field probably 30 or 40 to 1, mate, to be honest. So a little sneaky bet, a 1 by 4 or something, you know, it's, it's not a bad investment, to be honest. Yeah, I sort of looked through her form after that run in the Devonport Cup and I believe she'll be a metropolitan maiden if she came over here to Victoria. I thought maybe that might have been on the cards uh, with, a, you know, with an MO, the old-style MO racing over here for or something like that. Yeah, no, like, um, like he, 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 he don't travel that often, but you, you've hit the nail on the head there. Like, she would she would be competitive because she'd be suited to the fast tempo that races run at Milton. And, um, you know, he'll probably go through the series. He'll probably keep going um, to the other mares race in a, in a few weeks' time. And that wouldn't shock me at all because he's got a, a couple of horses that wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be out of their depth in, if he took two or three of them to Melbourne, you know, for some races. If, you know, the... The right sort of races are on the right sort of time for him, but um, she'd be definitely up to a to an old MO in at Melton, Steve. That's for sure, especially with the solid tempo. Yeah, no, it's going to be a great race. That race there, which is race eight, the George Johnson Heat Two, and uh, just going through the rest of the meeting, uh, your best bets. What what can you offer us up, mate? Uh, the first one starting race one, a, a three-year-old called Laid Back, trained by Clank Miller. Had, a, had his first run back at Carrick a couple of weeks ago, um, running to the very smart Franco Pro Machos from the Dean Braun stable. Had to do a lot of work and, you know, just was found wanting late. But will be fitter. Um, <clears throat> his two wins going back, you know, probably four or five months ago. He was just set up and came with one run, and I think that's what will happen on Sunday night. We'll be too quick for his rivals, and, you know, we should get 350 to $4, so I reckon it's a really good gambling race one. Then we'll go across to race two for the other best one, Botany Bay Warrior. Um, been out of sorts for a fair while, but recently transferred to the Wayne Yale Stable, and he ran a huge race last week at Launceston. and he ran second to the same horse, Franco Promacho. He, he ran off the gate, was able to get onto its back, and honestly, he didn't shirk the task up the straight. This is a lot easier. Mark Yale's in the gig. He'll fire him out. He'll find the top, and as long as he runs up to last week's effort, he should be winning race two, and... You know, it should be three fifty four dollars early. Wherever he starts that price, you know, I can't guarantee. Um, a field value race five number one, Little Ripper. Um, she was very unlucky at Carrick. She began too well for her own self and ended up behind the leader. Never got a crack at him. 
Um, so that proves she, she can step from the tape. So she's drawn one, which is not ideal in a stand start race in my eyes. But as long as Rowan Hilly can just get her to go away, and if she does settle behind the leader, she's got a sprint lane at Hobart, and you know that could be the difference. And I reckon she's a really good gamble in race five. We move across to race six. Number two, Just Tiger. It was pretty good at his first run back for Charlie Castles. Should be fitter. Um, was scratched a few weeks ago, so might have just had a little setback, but um, from Barrier Tour, I reckon he can run a great race in race six at around the $5 mark. And the best of odds comes up um, in the same race. Race five, number 10, Weiser Luchu. Um, Mark Gale has got a knack on this horse. Um, it does go well for him. She's had a bit of a freshen up, and if they do run along and... He's one sort of horse that can be held up for a 200 metre sprint, can get home hard, and yeah, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I'd recommend just have a little saver on We Salute You at double figure odds in race five. We'll go Aquati. First leg will go 1, 2, 8, 10, 11. Second leg, 2, 6, 7, and 8. Uh, third leg, 12. Last leg, 8. So $40 for 200%. And um, then we'll go another one. First leg, 1, 2, 8, 10, 11. Second leg, 2, 6, 7, 8. Third leg, 12. Last leg, 2 and 4. $40 for 100%. But um, if the lost storm don't come, well, the quality's wide open, especially in the third leg, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a little bit of value there early. You've tipped a couple around the 3 to $4 mark, which is great value and uh, maybe worth playing a few little multis. Um, I must say, Hobart, this weekend would be a little bit nicer than last time I come over, or the only time I've been over to Hobart. I brought Indigo Bay over for the Derby back in 2009, I think it was. And I can tell you now, the wind was blowing up off the water, and I don't think I've ever been so cold (laughs) at a race meeting as what I was there that night. It was freezing. Nah, you're right there. One thing about Hobart, it is right on the the Derwent River and... um, if she's a bit fresh, mate, um, that's exactly what happens. It does again um, rear up at all that, mate. But um, it's a very picturesque track, as people would have been seen over night time, to be honest, um, when they are on. But yeah, like um, yeah, it's it's not ideal, mate, to be honest. And um, yeah, but um, let's just hope on Sunday night the weather is a, is a bit better, and um, you know everybody gets their chances. And um, yeah, I do remember Indigo. Bay coming over, to be honest. I think that Derby was won by another a Victorian horse, wasn't it? Yeah, um, Castle's horse. Um, Hugh Castle's horse won the Tasmanian, uh, the, the Hobart Derby, I think. And then we went up and raced in the Australian Derby, which I'm trying to think who was taken out by. I'm just, oh, I'm terrible with names. But yeah, we no, ran fourth in the Tassie. Yeah, no, that's yeah. A, yeah I can't remember. Yeah, oh, the Garnet River. Newcastle's horse. That's him. Yeah, I remember it now. I remember it now, mate. But no, I'm sure you had. Um, you'll have to. You'll have to try and get another young one coming coming up, mate, and send her over because, um, especially a two-year-old, because there's really good prize money in Tasmanian for two-year-old races, and um, that's more than welcome for the the Victorian Raiders to come over, which Dean Braun done, you know, for a couple of weeks. I think he had five, you know, two runners for five starters and won the five races. So. Um, and they were twelve and fourteen thousand dollar races, and you don't really get that in Victoria on a country assessment, Steve. No, that's terrific prize money, and it's not that bad of a trip either to, to shoot across. And um, yeah, it's certainly worthwhile, mate. I'll be keeping that in the, the back of my mind if we can get a few young ones up and running. I've got a couple of two-year-olds in work, so uh, we'll certainly put that in the book. 
So what's your best of the weekend, mate? What's your best of the weekend at Melton on Saturday night? Uh, Melton Saturday night is a tough one. Um, Perfidia Sue in race eight, number two, I think will be winning that. Um, it's been racing in much stronger class than this. Um, it's main dangers drawn out a bit wider. Um, and I, I just think the way it's been going, it, it, if it trots all the way, it should be winning. Um, the, the main trot is going to be an amazing race. Just believe, call me the breeze. They may go to war. If they go to war early, because I think Call Me The Breeze has to try to cross Just Believe. If they go crazy, Kiang Ignite is a great safety bet. He was massive at Terang, carried a flat tyre for the last 1,400 metres, only just got out sprinted by Kiang Chucky. So uh, that's probably the two that I'll be looking at Saturday night at Melton. No, I agree with Kiang Ignite, especially if they do go hard the first two and... If I'm ready again, just put in a, a slight rough run, which sometimes she can. And if he happens to lob on the back of Just Believe and call me the breeze, uh, call me the breeze in the breeze. Well, mm. yeah, it would be race on with Key hanging on. It is does is a good each way bet. You might have swayed me, mate, to have a bit of an interest <laughs> in race six on Key hanging on a one by two basis. It's twelve dollars and two dollars ten at the moment, and the little black books also had a bet, a fifty dollar win bet on Major Fire at Hobart there in race eight on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we go. But uh, unfortunately, mate, we do have to get to a break. So I'm going to say thank you and love you and leave you. But uh, hopefully, we'll be talking to you next week and uh, look forward to watching these races on Sunday. No worries, buddy. Take care.